Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now I have a question for you. What do Mediterranean sailors and EBITDA have in common to be able to teach us about the need for also a common language in FP&A in order to communicate effectively and navigate the uncertainty we're finding ourselves in? Well, it actually turns out there's a lot in there. And the story behind this question is... There were a couple of commentators who also happened to be guest mentors on the Strength in the Numbers show. And you might have heard their previous episodes. It's Lance Rubin and Rob Tripp. And they were suggesting that FP&A and corporate finance were losing their way a bit and forgetting the basics underpinning our profession. So to find out why they felt this way, we invited them onto the show as panellists to delve a little deeper, to understand uh, why they're thinking this way and, and what they're planning to do about it. So let's get their thoughts on the Mediterranean sailor and EBITDA question. A few thousand years ago in the Mediterranean, the known world, quote unquote, at the time, <laughs> sailors were coming from all over different, you know, countries and city states, and they were meeting at sea and they didn't know friend or foe and no one spoke a common language. It was truly the Tower of Babel. So what the sailors did is develop their own at sea common language amongst themselves. And we see that today in corporate finance and accounting, such as EBITDA. Now EBITDA is a very flawed concept in many ways. Uh, The term was developed in the 1980s. It may have been John Malone, telecommunications, uh, you know, private equity buyout guy. Um, EBITDA doesn't really tell us very much and it's not either it doesn't belong on an income statement and it's certainly not cash flow, but nonetheless, EBITDA is a common language. It's a common language among investment bankers, in-house accounting and finance. And that's one example of where we can all come to terms and on common ground and communicate effectively. Bottom line. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you what do you think, Lance? This this idea of having a common language, uh, even a dictionary. I, I, you know, I'm, you know what? I've never I've never thought about EBITDA being exactly that, and that's a great example because I don't think there is another metric um, that that is got that unification across functional areas across. You know, um, you know. Not not long ago, I went to a second tier accounting firm um, that that does valuations. And 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 I and I challenged the person. I said, "Look, are we ever going to get rid of this EBITDA concept for valuation? Why is it an EBITDA and EBITDA multiple?" I said, "I said, what? Why? Yeah, like, it's not. It's it's back of the envelope stuff. It, it's sort of you know x you know five times, ten times, twelve times. That's the value of my company. You know, you know, work done." I said, "It's dangerous." I said, "It's you know, DCF is this is true value because you can actually look at the proper cash flows." And he says, um, "You're right." He says, you're right, but unfortunately it's, it's been around for so long and everyone uses it and it's still the proxy and it's still in some cases useful. And I agree it is useful as a proxy, but in of itself, it's dangerous. That's why you always do multiple valuation metrics. So I've agreed with Lance and Rob uh, to join them in taking the first step in getting back to basics and that is develop an FP&A community a crowdsource catalog of a common language and terminology in the form of an FP&A dictionary app. So no matter where we find ourselves in the world or where we're coming from, 
Uh, we all have a common reference point to navigate this uncertainty we're in and also communicate effectively uh, with others to create and capture value in our organizations. This app will be curated by a diverse global panel, um, it'll be updated and supported by our community and indeed that's where we get the strength in the numbers name from because it's, it's all driven out of the community. It's about us sharing our stories about what works, uh, what's common, what we should do more of, what things we should avoid, what mistakes and pitfalls should we perhaps uh, know about so we can navigate around them and save ourselves some time. And how do we build better influence in what we're doing? So look, I encourage you to tune in to the next uh, interview in a few days' time with Lance and Rob. We'll go into more around these, these steps we're taking, also share some great points, and really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves, and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.